Hey everybody, welcome to Imagine Paradise Podcast. This is your pal, Levi. If you are watching on YouTube, you can see I'm not in my normal location. I am uh, ported in Honduras right now as I just completed a couple of shows and we are off to Puerto Vallarta to do six shows and then I will be back sort of in my normal environment. But, um, you know, I did have a couple of episodes in the can, an interview with Beth Grant, which I'm excited to share with you all. She's been such an incredible uh, influence on me uh, as far as an actor. growing up around her as a young adult, just fresh out of Tennessee and in Los Angeles around wonderful talents like herself and Leslie Jordan and Dale Dickey. Uh, I also have a really wonderful interview uh, with a gentleman by the name of Tom who has a wonderful recovery story. I can't wait to share that with you. But uh, I was reviewing some of the subjects that we've been talking about and you guys, I'm telling you, I'm having so much fun with reading through the power of now with you and reaching in and extracting this good stuff out of the self-help language and lingo and trying to really find the most tangible practical way for you and I to start applying this stuff. So today I wanted to talk about something that I feel is uh, a topic many of you are going to relate to. It's a topic that I feel is of great importance as far as us finding that beingness that we've been talking about, that space between the thoughts, that space between the emotions. If you listened to last week's episode, we advanced to the conversation from mind identification state to identifying with the emotions. And uh, I felt like we needed one more episode uh, to discuss emotions because there are those of us who can have that conversation in a pretty balanced way and that there are many of us, many of us who suffer from one degree or another from a very active pain body. What is the pain body? Uh, This is an interesting thing for us to understand. I employ you to pay attention with this because many of us out for one degree or another carry around that which is called by yes, by Eckhart Tolle, and by many spiritual teachers as the pain body. So what is the pain body? Well, a lot of us have experiences in our life that leave residue. And as that residue, as we continue to live our life, that residue continues to build and build and build until so much of the pain of the past almost has become an entity of itself. Matter of fact, it's not so untrue to say that this accumulation of past pain in our, in our, in, uh, in our body, in our, in our unconscious mind, uh, almost becomes uh, an entity of itself, <laughs> truly a demon <laughs> that is waiting to be activated. Each new pain merges with the pain of the past and it just accumulates until it's almost like we're carrying around this etheric body that is a pain body. This this pain body is almost like a um it's a it's trapped life energy, right? That's been cut off from uh, from from your total energy field. And to the degree that it becomes active is to the degree that the severity of the pain body, sometimes it's just an irritation, sometimes it's just an annoyance, and sometimes it can turn into violence. It's very important if you are one of these people who uh, 
are carrying around this pain body and that it takes over and you become an unconscious identifier with that it is you you it is being done to you and then of course obviously so often this pain body draws us into victimhood uh, creating a perpetrator it's a pattern right so we need to understand this pattern because if we're going to talk about disidentification with the mind and we're going to talk about like last week the disidentification with emotions and finding freedom from that well many of us are going to have a little bit more work ahead of us because our pain body's thick our pain body is 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 pretty significant now i'll tell you when i'm on the road performing this is now i i there's a couple of pain bodies that i've had to deal with and some of them are, are a little deeper into my issues that that are around drug addiction and, and intimacy and that sort of stuff but uh i'm currently dealing with quite an interesting observation of my pain body and that's what we want to talk about today getting to where you were observing that pain body because in the light it cannot exist it then realizes it's not you uh, my experience is you know there's i have a lot of junk around performing i have a lot of junk around it i have i have fear around performing um my history has been that other performers are just are, are not nice um anytime i go into a new situation uh i end up having my pain body activated by little things that I see from other entertainers or expectations that I feel I'm not good uh, I'm not good enough to meet up to all of this stuff and it comes over me in a wave of fear and anxiety and what is amazing about reading the power of now right now and and obligating myself to articulate it to you the audience is because it's making me observe my pain body and i've literally sat there like two hours before i'm taking stage and my monkey mind has activated my emotions and triggered that pain body of years of making all of these assessments and judgments and attachments to negativity all around the simple thing of sharing my gift and i think one of the greatest gifts for me is to sit in the observation of that the last two weeks and continuing on as i have six more shows ahead of me uh, and and watching it literally slowly unravel and release and so one of the things i really want to talk to you about that i I discovered in that moment because uh let's take it to you there's situations that you have that the emotions take over and the pain body is activated you're going to find like myself that there's a lot of momentum behind that and what do we do with that momentum because the momentum will carry us away all of a sudden we are so identified with this state and there's seemingly all the conversation we've been having on this podcast goes out the window because we cannot compete with the momentum that is happening within the pain body. Well, I think one of the things to very much keep in mind when that happens is that pain feeds on pain. And so when we're willing to identify with that emotional pain body, when we instantly just believe everything that it's telling us, we're creating an additional anxiety. We're creating additional anger. We're we're on the train now, and it's headed it's headed to the station, and that and and 
that station is going to have blood on the walls if we don't stop and remove ourselves from that. I think the wordage, you know, because we're always trying to find our way in, into creating that distance between that emotional pain and, and the truth of who we are. Pain needs pain to exist. It feeds off of pain. So when we realize that, that's just a help, right? That's just a that's just a way that we can sort of like stop for a moment and say pain can only feed on pain. Pain cannot feed on joy. It cannot feed on joy. It needs to get its food through you. It needs to get its food through you. Um, so that begins to create a little distance, right? Um, once it occurs to you, once this occurs to you, you will realize that even if you feel like you're not creating this pain for yourself, like they did this to me, well, look, look closely and you'll find that your thinking and, and, and your behaviors are designed to keep that suffering going um, for yourself and for others. Uh, if you were truly conscious in the moment, if you were truly aware of what was going on, uh, that pattern would dissolve. And that's what we're after. We want the pattern to dissolve by removing any contributor. The pain body's there. We don't want to feed it with more pain. We don't want to feed it with more anxiety. We certainly don't want to identify with it. So stopping and just being conscious and saying, okay, right now my thinking and my actions are contributing to this consciously or unconsciously. I have the ability to be conscious of it. And through that consciousness, conscious awareness of the pain body and what's going on right now, that is the beginning of the dissolution of it, the dissolving of that pain. And um, we begin to bring a light of consciousness around it, you know, and nothing that is painful, nothing that is of this pain body. This is how we dissolve the pain body. Um, it, it's afraid of the light. And when you bring things into the light, when you call it out, and that's the thing I remember like prior to a show last week, I was literally watching my entire physical reaction and all the anxiety and the fear and the, 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 the stuff I was creating without boring you with my side of things the more I began to watch it I felt like the momentum began to slow down because I was calling it out I was like I was calling it out on its shit it's like this isn't real I'm making this up there's absolutely no grounds by which I would assume any of the things that are triggering my emotional pain body and the minute you bring this stuff to light you feel the momentum dissolve. It's almost like, you know, that when that when those emotions are spinning and spinning and spinning and you begin to look at it, what you're going to experience, I would imagine, because it's got to be very similar to what I've experienced, is you just see that spiral slow down, slow, slow. You're watching it, continue in observation, slow, slow, until you literally see it begin to, the energy to dissipate from it. So what I'm trying to say is this phantom body, this this um, etheric pain body, if you will, cannot exist in the light of your awareness. It cannot prevail in the power of your presence. I promise you that, that, that you will begin to see the momentum dissipate when you are committed to doing that. And the minute you do that, you are now the watcher. You are now the witness to it. And uh, believe me, the, the, the ego, the pain body doesn't, doesn't like that at all. And, and it might kick up even further. And you might find that uh, your experience of, of, of exposing it to the light causes it to activate a little more 
causes it to kick back a little, right? And that's going to be perfectly normal. It's you maintaining that awareness, calling it out on its shit and knowing what it is, right? When the pain body knows that it can no longer pretend to be you, when the pain body knows that you will no longer replenish its pain, that you will no longer feed that beast, you have now found your own innermost strength. You have accessed the power of now. It's going to want to suck you into identifying with it again. And you'll find that maybe it'll come through the back door. But the, you know the moment you start aligning yourself with that energy field uh, of the pain body, you're identifying with it again and once again feeding it uh, with your thoughts, right? And then here we are on the train again. Um, so notice what's happening when when you're in that space uh, is uh, where there's anger there's always pain underneath where a dark mood, uh, negative mind pattern, uh, irritation, that sort of stuff. The moment we start leaning into that, we're matching our vibration up to that pain body again. So staying steadfast in that place of observing it is very good. Sustained conscious attention. That's what serves us in, in, in our effort to, to cut ourselves off from this pain body. It, isn't it funny that the, that the easiest answer, it sounds like such an easy answer to become the observer of it, the witness of it, the watcher of it, to stop feeding it with pain, to remove ourselves, sustained attention bringing it to the light that's that's all the all the stuff we've talked about today uh, it sounds so easy but it's not i understand that it's it, it is it is a muscle that we continue to to practice right that we continue to commit ourselves to creating a distance between that pain body and ourself but let me ask you there's some people who don't who feel like that's a great idea and i think that they're drawn to that kind of freedom from the pain body but for some of us, the pain body has become so much of our identity that we have no idea who we would possibly be without the drama in the relationship, without feeling like a victim, without all of these experiences that the pain body can give us. And so I feel like it's important to just acknowledge that, you know, why do you still want this pain? How is it serving you? If you fall into this, if you fall into this category, you have literally created an unhappy self um, out of your pain body and you believe that this this mind made fiction that we have going on um, is truly who you are and that unconscious fear of losing that identity maybe what we're experiencing like who are we going to be if i don't have this how are they going to extend themselves and show me attention if i do not constantly have a problem there's actually a lot of reasons why we hold on to a pain body where we think we serve us you know because who are we without that so i would challenge you observe what kind of peculiar pleasure you you receive you derive from 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 being unhappy I have seen many examples of people who, who perpetually create issues in their life to then reach out to someone and receive the, the, the intimacy, the connection, the human attention that they naturally desire. We all do, but they don't know how to create a space in their world to receive attention or love any sort of that in, in a regular way, right? So like they're, they identify as someone who is always having drama and through that they see an opportunity to reach out and receive love from people um 
I'm sure that you listening can can think of other examples where people like I just have lived with a pain body for so long. Who would you be without it? So yes, uh, think about what what do you, what do you gain from this? Why are we so dependent on continuing to feed uh, this pain body and allow it to grow and become such primary identification of who we are? It's important to know. It's important for you to sit that question and know. I think a lot of people also think, uh, probably another category of people think, well, this serves me. Uh, It helps me survive. If I'm always aware of this and I'm always living in the future and I'm and I'm always calculating and I live in this, this pain body serves me because it keeps me from getting hurt again. Well, okay, so you don't have to be fearful of a stove to have the knowledge to not touch a hot eye and hurt yourself, right? Fear is not needed. Uh, it's unnecessary as far as uh, knowing the things that we know. The psychological condition of fear is separate from any true immediate danger because it's just a state of being. Do you follow me on that? I think I'll try that again. The the psychological condition of fear, like what's going on in our head, is actually separate from any concrete or true immediate danger. So, So again, we're creating this entire scenario that is mind identification, egoic identification with the mind. I think if you're identified with this pain body so much so that you're fearful of losing it and you find a great benefit to it, I think we can pretty much sum down that all fear is the bottom line is the fear of the ego losing its identity. Who are we without that? So when we begin to understand that, we can ask bigger questions. We can we can figure out who am I without this pain body? It's so funny. Every episode comes down to being the watcher, being the witness, being the observer, bringing your light of consciousness to the situation. Um, in so many other words, I think that's what Eckhart Tolle is getting to with the power of now. And we've said it in five, six episodes now in different ways. And we've also try, I've tried to like precision target certain areas of our life, right? To once again apply. It's about observing it. It's about being the witness to the emotions. It's about watching the emotions. It's about calling them out. That I keep loving that because that was my experience with it last week was just calling it out on its shit and realizing it's not true. Like whatever begins to create that distance, bringing it into the light of consciousness and also then refusing to feed it with more pain, i.e. anxiety, believing it, etc, etc. It's going to lose its momentum. It cannot exist in the light of your consciousness. Know that regardless of how active your pain body is, you are not destined to be a slave to it. No matter how active your pain body is, you do not have to spend the rest of your life letting it control your feelings, your thoughts, your emotions, your relationships. And even if it is extremely active, you get to ask yourself, why is it serving me? And why can't I bring it to the light? And isn't all that fear that I have wrapped up in it, that have kept me so attached to that pain body, it's all ego, isn't it? It's what we just talked about. Uh, Isn't it all just ego? And if I am willing to move into 
the light of consciousness, if I'm willing to move into the truth of who I am, if I'm willing to move into this now moment and not let my obsession with the future and my survival and the fear that is underneath my need to keep the pain body because it's going to help me survive and all of this stuff, this junk that just fills our head and our heart and our body with unnecessary energy suck then we're able to sort of allow that all that momentum to just dissolve to allow the pain body to dissolve and begin to be present that's what we want that's what we want so i hope that this episode is helpful for me i'm beginning to be really intimately aware of what my pain body is where the where it is and getting better and better each time with observing it you know you know, I'm, I'm, I'm on a ship with other entertainers and, and everybody's been lovely and wonderful. I've absolutely loved, loved this experience. And, and, uh, but no matter where we go as entertainers, there's always going to be a, a lot of stuff uh, that, that gets us in our ego if we want. You know, the not good enough, what do they want? Uh, even, even just the act of performing itself, very ego, very easy to, identi- to identify with the ego. You have your journey as well. We all have different places in our life, whether it's attached to our family or how our dad was or our mom was or whatever. Knowing what the pain body is, knowing how it's served you and bringing the light of consciousness right to it and saying, I don't believe you and I'm not going to feed you and I'm going to watch you and I'm going to witness you and I'm going to watch you whimper and die. (laughs) That's what I want for us, right? Because we don't have to live that way. We are looking for the ability to step into the now, to step into a sense of beingness, of oneness with this divine essence of peace. You get to live with peace. You get to live a peaceful life. You get to live a calm, joyful existence. You don't need the drama. You don't need an issue all the time. You get to be calm. You get to be at peace, but it's your choice. It's your work to do. And, uh, we're doing it together. It's making a difference for me, and I'm glad that you're having the conversation with me too. So I'm going to leave you with this. We're going to keep on this conversation. I- I'm loving it too much, and it's reinforcing a lot of the work that I'm doing. Are you meditating? Have you decided to meditate with me? I'm meditating 20 minutes a day, 20 minutes at night. It's making a big difference in my ability to be in the present moment. And now, and I want you to join me. Think about that. Also, as usual, hey, go over to your podcast platform and leave a review. It helps. It brings the the podcast up in search rankings um, and uh, helps other people discover what kind of conversations we're having here. Hey, have a great week. I'll leave you this stuff for you to think on. And I think that uh, next week we're going to dive more deeply into how to get in that now moment and no time, that, that space of no time no time because if you're noticing everything that it that pulls our focus from the now moment is based on time time and mental identification mind identification emotion identification pain body identification which are the three identifications we've talked about all egoic identifications that keep us from the present moment all rely on time and so next week we're going to really dive into this concept of no time because if we can get into that space oh i've been in that space a little bit here and there this last two weeks and i'm telling you it's like the day lasts forever it feels so calm this ability to just 
be in no time and be in that beingness, that bliss. Know you were loved. Know you are beautiful just as you are, where you are. Have compassion with yourself. We're all on a journey to return to the one, the oneness that we all are, right? That very Godness that is the essence of who you are, that when we're aligned with our true spiritual nature, things fall into place always. They cannot not fall into place the more that we are aligned with our vibration of our divinity and of our Godness being a perfect expression of the divine. That is you. Have a great week and I'll talk to you next week.